Hi guys, my name is Gabby Demonis, and welcome back to another episode of the Everything Lovely Podcast. Hey, I'm back again. I feel like I say this every three to four episodes because I have bursts of commitment when it comes to recording podcasts for some reason, and I think the last time I recorded was over the summer when I was really into it, and then college started and I just haven't really had the time to get to recording. I did bring my microphone. However, there's also no place to record in college. Um, I have a roommate in my dorm, and then also you can kind of hear through the walls of the rooms. Um, There's also no place either. Like There's like a study area um, in our building, but people actually go there to study, so it's not like I can go in there by myself and just start recording. Um, so yeah, I just haven't really had the time nor the place to record, but I'm back. Hopefully I stay. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of jittery, like kind of nervous for some reason, because I haven't recorded an episode in almost half a year, which is not new, (laughs) but I hope that I get into the flow of things as I continue speaking. I hope I don't run out of anything to say. And yeah, so today I'm going to be speaking about my first semester in college. So I'm a freshman at Stony Brook University, and I am a bio major considering adding a double major of psychology. We'll see. And I'm also on the pre-med track. So I have a lot to speak to you guys about how my first semester went in general in terms of making new friends, balancing social and school life, the dorms, the workload, the food, everything. And then I'm also planning on making another episode about Stony Brook in general and how my experience was um, in college specifically pertaining to the fact that it's it was at stony brook university i cannot form sentences i also don't know if that sentence was grammatically correct but it's okay anyway going into college um i was one of the first ones to go actually because stony has this thing where freshmen come onto campus first and they have different like events and stuff so that we can kind of familiarize ourselves with the campus So we could find our way around, make new friends, and kind of just get comfortable before classes actually start. So I moved in on August 15th. And yeah, class started on August 22nd, but it was enough time to try to get to know a lot of people, make new friends. And um, yeah, it was a really, really interesting experience. But I got the wrong idea of college, I guess you can say, because I did not know that it was going to come hit me like a brick. So we'll get into the workload a little bit. It's a lot different from high school. So a lot of the times you can go from being like a shining star in high school to being at the bottom of the pile in college. And that's kind of like what it felt like, because at my high school, it was very easy to get good grades it was very easy to excel and 
they didn't really expect much of you in high school. So you could kind of get away with not studying, with not really doing your work or not giving your best effort. But in college, it's so different. So I knew that they had like lectures and recitation and labs so that we had like different parts of classes for one course. And when I came into my first lecture for chem, we started off talking about significant figures in one lecture. And at the end of the lecture, which is about like, um, how long is the lecture actually? <laughs> it was about an hour. At the end of the hour lecture, we were talking about quantum mechanics. We went from significant figures to quantum mechanics in Gen Chem. And that was kind of like a wake-up call to me because I had no idea what was going on towards the end of the lecture. And I was like, wow, this is the first day of classes. I cannot be slacking off. I cannot be like not paying attention. I have to put my effort and full attention in every class that I sit in. Did I do that throughout the semester? Not really, at least in the beginning. I was kind of okay with not really understanding what was happening in chem and in math. And I was just like, okay, whatever, we can just roll with it. And then the first test comes along for chem. And it was bad. It was really bad. Now, granted, my teacher or my professor kind of put in a lot of things that we didn't really speak about or he just slightly glazed over in class and it's like very specific details and very specific like um not formulas but ways to get to the answer and it was not what I was expecting for math I took this math in high school already so I kind of got the hang of it for the first midterm, at least. Now, Stony has three midterms, and I'll get into that in another episode where I talk about Stony Brook in general. But we have multiple midterms to kind of check up on how we're doing. Well, it's not really checking up. It's like, it's just an exam. It's an exam before the final, and each class has multiple midterms. Now... For the first midterm that I took in chem was not good. My first midterm in calc was okay because I already knew it. But like when I first got my grade in chem, that was a wake-up call. And I was like, I really, really have to focus now because I realized that sitting in class, somewhat paying attention but not really understanding it, and then not studying afterwards is not going to help me get good grades because that's something that I did in high school, but it doesn't work in college. So... I started studying nonstop and it was kind of stressful. It was kind of stressful because I would stay in the dining area because they had like little tables there. I don't really, in the beginning of the semester, I didn't really like going to the library because it was too quiet for me. So I liked studying in cafe vibe places and I would study in the dining area. And I would be there in the morning. 
and I'd see some people going for breakfast, and then I'd see the same people coming in for lunch, and then the same people coming in for dinner, and I would be there from morning to night, literally almost every day, even on the weekends, like studying nonstop. But the amount of effort that I put in was not being portrayed in the grades that I was getting. So I was like, geez, I really have to switch this up. Like I really have to figure out what to do in order to not spend so much time studying and also get good grades because I was putting in so much time for grades that I was not happy with. So I started going to the library towards the end of the semester. Obviously, I was still having a lot of mental breakdowns because of how much I was studying and how stressful it was and how I was just not retaining the information. And yeah, I really learned to kind of figure out how to study best. And it's not by looking over notes over and over and over again. It's more by active recall, which is something that I told myself I was going to do but didn't really practice in terms of my studying. So when I actually applied it, it worked out pretty well. So yeah, I <laughs> it was a big it was a big wake up call to just really make sure I was studying because it's a lot different than in high school. Now, for classes, um it is also a lot different. I have a lot more free time. It feels like almost like a summer camp. Because in high school, you're sitting in class for like six, seven hours straight. But in college, you kind of get time to yourself. Now, you have longer classes, and I'd say less classes as well. But it's spaced out. So you won't have a straight six hours of class. You could have like an hour class and then like... Three hours later, you have another class and then you'd be done for the day. Like, sometimes you can start really early. Like, some people had 8 a.m.s. I, thankfully, did not have any 8 a.m.s. I watched too many college videos of people saying not to take 8 a.m.s because you might think you could get up because you did that all throughout high school. But when you get into college, it's definitely different. And I ended up sleeping in a lot of the time. Um, Never really missed any of my classes, which is good. But, um, well, the early ones at least. I'll get into, like, the other ones later. But, um, yeah, it's the classes are set up a lot different and you have a lot more free time. But it's a lot more content that you have to study, which is why I think classes don't take that long. So when you're not in class, you have to be studying in order to make sure you really retain the information that you learned in class. It's also really important to make sure that you are actively listening in class because I did not do that. I would not give my full attention to the professor and to the material that we were learning. So my phone would be out and if I got a notification, I would check it. If I got bored, I would doodle on the page. And it was really bad and taking up a lot of my time because I would re-watch the lectures afterwards because the homework made no sense to me. And when I rewatched it, I would be like, oh, I totally missed this information the first time I was actually in lecture. And I could have saved myself an hour by actually listening the first time and not rewatching the lecture. So pay attention in class. Also, make sure you go to 
make sure whoa what make sure you actually go to class i did not go to my math class a lot of the times because i would be studying for another class instead now it's good to prioritize what you don't really know which yeah it's <laughs> it's good to study what you're not really sure of but also if you're not going to class you're going to be out of the loop and you're not going to know what material is going to be on the tests the assignments also it's going to be a lot of information to catch up on so i skipped math class a lot and then i would just rewatch the lectures afterwards and i would watch like 3 to 4 lectures a day um when i was catching up and then it just kept on piling on and just added more unnecessary stress than i should have so trying to learn all of that material in one go was not a smart move because it reflects on your grades it reflects on like how well you do in class as well and it's just really hard to really um have that information stick with you because if you're trying to cram everything you're not going to remember everything you're going to miss a few things you're going to forget a few things and that's not something that you want when you're really supposed to be trying to take your classes seriously so make sure you go to class and don't do another class over another class it's also a good idea to get close to somebody in your classes or not even close but make friends and acquaintances in your classes. So there was one particular class and it was my math class where I didn't really know anybody during the first few days I made a friend or two, right? Now after the first day I never saw one of those friends ever again. And then after the first few days the other person I did not see in that class ever again either. So, I was all alone in that class to struggle. I was left all alone to struggle. <laughs> And it's just when you have somebody like a friend or somebody that you're comfortable with in that class, you have somebody that could help you out if you don't really understand the material or you have a study buddy. It's just really comfortable. It's a comfortable feeling knowing that somebody is there with you. Somebody is struggling with you. And I didn't really have anybody like that for my math class. There was one person that I was able to get to know a little bit more, but other than that, not really. Also, I was not going to that class either. So that probably kind of affected who I interacted with, which was no one. because I didn't really know that many people in my class. I did come to find out that some of my friends were actually in that same lecture and I didn't find out until later. But after getting to know that, it was really comforting because we were all going through the same struggles and we were also able to help each other study. So, I just think it's really important to get to know the people 
in your classes. Now with that, we're going to get into people in general, like making friends. So I go to school with my childhood best friend. So it was really nice to have somebody with me when I didn't really know anybody at that college. Um, And besides our roommates, it was really difficult for us to make new friends. Because a lot of the times when we were getting to meet new people, the interactions were always like, okay, name, grade, major. Um, we have some small talk, maybe talk about hobbies. Oh my gosh, you're on the pre-med track too? Whoa, that's crazy. It was really nice to get to know you. We should exchange socials. Here's my Insta, really cool, we follow each other, and then we part. And never see each other ever again. Or if we do see each other, we exchange a smile, a wave, or pretend we don't know each other. And that's how it's been for a lot of the people that we met. Maybe, you know, I feel like we always remember who we meet, but other people might not like when we see somebody that we've met before it'd be like oh my gosh it's so and so and as we're getting ready to smile and wave they look away and it almost seems like they're ignoring us now it's either to avoid an awkward situation or it's because they don't remember us because i get it it could be kind of overwhelming when you're meeting so many new people like if you drop a whole bunch of 18, 19 year old or freshman, whatever, together, and about like 2,000 of them all together, and you're meeting all of these new people, it's kind of hard to put a name and face together. It's kind of hard for that name to just automatically pop in your head because you've met so many people. So it's like, ooh, do I really know this person? So that I get. But then it also makes it hard for us to make new friends so for the first like week or so it was kind of hard because we didn't really know a lot of people after that we started to get to know the people in our dorm building which was really nice but it was majority guy friends for some reason it was really hard for us to make girlfriends because they all seem to be in their friend groups already. So it's kind of hard to just join a friend group out of nowhere because it's like they all know each other, kind of, and you're new. So it could be kind of awkward when they're talking about something that's happened and you have no idea what's going on. So we didn't really have a lot of girlfriends, but we did have quite a few guy friends because a majority of them went into the lounge And we got to meet some of them. And it was really, really cool. Every now and then, over the weekends, we would walk to get bagels. Because there is a bagel store near Stony Brook. So we would just go and get bagels. Or we would hang out and talk in the lounge till like 3 a.m. or something. When we didn't have classes. Or maybe we did have classes. Whatever. But yeah. But then... As we keep going along with the semester, we started to meet new people by joining clubs, just by, you know, my by mutual friends, or just randomly going up to somebody and talking. So 
some of our closest friends, we met by just either us going up to them and randomly speaking or them coming up to us and just saying, hey. And that's what I love so much. Now, I always considered myself an introvert and I've spoken about this a lot in my past few episodes about being an introvert and being afraid of a reputation and stepping out of your comfort zone because it does not align with your reputation, so being afraid of judgment and things like that. And I've always had that problem in high school, but in college, nobody knows who you are. So it's really easy to just go up to somebody and be like, hey, I'm blah blah blah, and you get to introduce yourself the way that you want to introduce yourself, the way that you want to be seen and perceived. So you kind of have more control over, you know, like how somebody gets to know you because you can make a first impression this time. It's not like you're in high school and somebody already knows who you are from a distance. So I just find that really nice about um, being put in a completely new environment. Yeah, it's kind of scary, but also it allows for people to just be a little bit more open and be themselves. And that's, I think, really great. So that being said, it's also kind of difficult to make new friends because of that. So because everybody's trying to make a good first impression, like some people might not be comfortable just like being themselves. And I totally get that as well because you don't know half of these people. Or even more, you don't know any of these people. So how can you truly be yourself, you know? So that's where the struggle kind of comes in because if you don't know people, you could either A, take advantage of the fact that nobody knows who you are and just be yourself. Or B, like kind of hide that away, get to know them first and then show who you are. And it could be a combination of both. Like you could do both and you can be both. And yeah, it's just really cool that you don't have a reputation following you. But, um, yeah, so I would say when it comes to, like, making new friends, it's really great to join clubs because when you join a club, most of the time the people or the members of that club have similar interests, depending on what the club is. So, like, if you're joining a dancing club, then obviously these people or other members in the club also have a love for dancing. So it's pretty cool when you get to meet new people who have similar backgrounds, have similar interests. And when you do that, it's easier to make new friends because you can do something that you enjoy or you could be, you know, a little bit more yourself when you're with people, especially with similar interests. So I noticed that we were able to meet a lot of new friends while, well, or like a lot of new friends in a club. And it also kind of allows you to have more opportunities to like reach out to upperclassmen and learn more about even like academic things and educational things. You can speak to people with more experience And they can help you out and guide you. And I think something really good about, like, 
I don't know, just like, in my opinion, Stony Brook, is that, yeah, sure, not everybody would be open to you the first few times, and you can't be friends with everybody that you meet, but most of the people that you do meet are nice. Like, people are kind. It's really, I feel like people are old enough and mature enough to know that drama is not important. Like, nobody cares about, like, popularity and things like that. Like, that, that is, thing. those are things that you leave back in high school and middle school and things like that. A lot of the times, people go to college to find opportunities and advance their education as a step to achieving their future careers or to achieving success. And drama is not something that you really should be focusing on. Also, it's not really worth anybody's time. So I feel like most of the people that I've met are really nice and they help each other a lot. Like I've heard in other colleges, there are some students that like sabotage each other's work and tests and things like that so that because success to them means just them succeeding and everybody else not. And I feel like the mentality at Stony is everything but that like a lot of the students are here to help each other and to raise each other up and so I just really like that about um Sony and it's just something that I noticed so when you speak to upperclassmen it's really nice because they'll be real with you they'll help you out it's not like they're gatekeeping information about their experiences and how they were able to get through the first few years of college successfully. And yeah, it's just really good to know people because they can help you out in terms of anything, not just school-wise or academics-wise. Now, in terms of living in a dorm, it's a lot different than living in my childhood home, obviously. Now, besides the fact that I live in one room with a very hard mattress and the room has no AC, so it's unbearably hot a lot of the times. And I also have to share it with a roommate. My roommate is amazing, by the way. But besides all of that, I think the main reason why it is so different is because I'm responsible for myself, and I make up my own rules. So, for example, when I live at home, it's not like I have a bedtime, but most of my family are usually asleep at latest 11 o'clock. So, it's not like I could go out and wander about and be loud after that. So I just stay in my room and I, you know, don't really have anything to do. So I usually end up going to sleep by, like, somewhere or sometime between 11 to 1. Um, After 1 a.m., I usually get headaches. But 
when I live by myself in the dorm, I am in charge of the time that I sleep. So if I want to come back at like 3 a.m., I could do that. Or if I want to do an all-nighter in the library a night before I test, which is what I did do for my final. But if I want to do that, I could do that. But I also have to learn how to make smart choices and things like that. So I feel like I also developed um, a mentality where it's like, if I don't do it, no one else will. And I'm so glad that I was like, quote unquote, house trained at home to do like laundry and vacuum and clean things up if things are messy. So that translated very well into my dorm situation so if I noticed like I needed to vacuum then I would vacuum if I don't have clothes and my laundry bag is starting to get full it would be time to do the laundry like it was just very the transition was very easy for me and I don't know but it's still really different living on your own Also, at home, I could easily make trips to the kitchen and get anything I want to eat. At my dorm, for the first, like, I'd say the first few weeks, I didn't have a mini fridge. So, I didn't have, like, any foods besides, like, junk foods and snacks that could be kept out. So... Like, chips and, like, chocolates and cookies and things like that. And a lot of the times, I got really tired of eating that. So, I would have to make the trip to dining, which was about, like, a five-minute walk. And throughout the semester, it gets annoying, especially when it gets really cold. In the beginning of the semester, it was really hot. So, I... It would be like kind of annoying to go out, but it it was easier than walking out in the cold or in the rain or whatever. After I got a mini fridge, my life became so much easier because I was able to keep milk in there and I eventually started getting really lazy to get out of bed and go to dining before my classes, Um, especially my 9 a.m. lab. My 11 a.m. ones, it was like I didn't, I wake up fairly early, so I usually wake up around like 6 a.m. if I sleep at a normal time, but it kind of changed throughout the semester to about like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. If I stayed up really late the other night or the night before, I would sleep at 9 or like until 9 a.m. at the latest. But usually I'd wake up fairly early and I would be hungry, but I didn't want to go out to dining, eat, and then still have an hour left between my breakfast and class. So because I had a mini fridge, I was able to keep milk in there and I could make myself some cereal. I also had a water kettle, so I was able to warm water super early in the morning if I needed to and make coffee or matcha or oatmeal like the instant oatmeal where you would just like 
pour the hot water onto the oats and it would make oatmeal. So that was really convenient for me because I would be able to stay in my dorm and, you know, after I ate and it was early and I still had time to kill, I could study some more or I could read a book or I could watch some Netflix. Like, it was really nice because I didn't have to, like, change and do anything extra. Like, I could just eat and then do whatever I wanted until class time. Um, eventually, I stopped going to a lot of my in-person classes that I didn't have to go to. And I would do my classes online. So, like, my lectures I did online. But the thing about that is a lot of the times I wouldn't focus on class. So, it wasn't really the best option for me. But that was when I was just not really feeling it. Or if I was feeling really lazy to get out of bed. But other than that, like, it was just... it's Okay, I, I realized I kind of, like, went off topic here. But, yeah... Living in a dorm is a lot. It's a lot different because I have, you know, more freedom and I'm able to do, like, whatever I want to do because I'm responsible for myself. Um, On top of that, when I was at home, I would always get waken up if I slept until, like, 8 at most. But living in my dorm... I'd be able to stay in bed until like 10 if I wanted to, which was nice. But yeah, it's a lot different. Um, And the occasional like snacks or whatever. I also realized that I stopped eating snacks because I would just eat meals instead. When I'm at home, I am constantly opening the fridge or constantly opening the pantry and looking for snacks. But throughout the semester living in a dorm, I didn't really do that. Like I didn't, I still have snacks from the beginning of the semester that I haven't touched or opened because I just wasn't into snacks anymore. I was just kind of looking forward to like eating meals and things like that. Now, something that I found kind of annoying is... Sorry, I was just thinking about how I used two different tenses there. (laughs) I said I found, and then I said is. So I should say is and find, or was and found. Anyway, that's besides the the point. Um, Side story, I took in my writing class, every time I would present in class, my writing teacher would call out any time that I used tenses wrong, and now it's kind of just ingrained in my in my brain. But okay, whatever, whatever. Um, something that I find annoying is I live in on the third floor. In the building furthest away from the center of campus, in my community at the very least. So especially over like during the summer or during the fall because it's hot now in the fall for some reason having to walk up three flights of stairs is so annoying especially if it's really hot and you're sweating and you have to walk up three flights of stairs my building does not have an elevator 
so you have to walk. If I forgot something, like multiple times it's happened where I'm leaving to go to class and I'm rushing, but it is pouring and I didn't know it was pouring. So I had already left the building, but I have to go all the way back in, walk up three flights again, get my umbrella, and then walk down three flights. That is annoying. (laughs) Also, um, if I want to go to the kitchen, which is one reason why I don't use the kitchen that often, I have to walk three flights or four flights down because it's in the basement. Or if I need to do laundry, I have to lug my laundry bag all the way downstairs and then all the way upstairs again. So when I do laundry, I go downstairs, I stay there until my laundry is done and then I go back upstairs. If I'm not, if I don't have anything to do. If I do have something to do, then obviously I'd have to go all the way back upstairs again and then do what I have to do. But I would usually bring my work and stuff downstairs so I don't have to make multiple rounds, which is really annoying and time consuming. But yeah, it's just a little thing to note about my experience in terms of dorming. When it came to using communal bathrooms, it was a huge adjustment because it's not something that I was used to. I was used to sharing my bathroom with my family and that's it. But going into this, you kind of see how some people did not know or did not use bathrooms properly and cleanly at home because it would show through the cleanliness of the bathroom, if that made sense. Our bathroom was actually, like, disgusting. Taking showers in there for the first time was really weird because I had to bring all of my stuff in the shower and I had to you know, do my stuff, change in there, and then leave. But it was very different because I didn't have the space that I needed or the space that I was used to to shower and to change. And um, it's really kind of gross because the stalls for each shower was separated by like a thin wall, I guess you would say. But the bottoms would be open, so water splashing from one person's stall would splash onto the feet of the person next to them, which was really gross. And people in my floor, so there are like 30 people about sharing one bathroom. Um, I don't know if I went over that already, but whatever. There would be like 30 people sharing one bathroom, and some of these people did not pick up their hairs after they would just leave them there and there'd be like a lot of hair in the showers they would leave water splashes all over the counters of the sinks when we had squeegees squeegees is that how you pronounce it I don't know to clean the sink so they would just like leave it there and my shirt would always get wet every time I would wash my hands because of the person who used the sink before me um they would not, sometimes they wouldn't flush the toilet or they would leave like graphic things in the garbages. Some of them would dump food in the sinks. Like, come on, why are you throwing stuff out in the bathroom garbage and why are you eating in the bathroom? Like, there's a there's a garbage room right next door. But yeah, it was a big adjustment 
you know, using the bathrooms there. Also, I had to learn how to get comfortable with, like, using the bathroom, too, because anyone can walk in at any moment, and it's kind of, like, less privacy for you. But after a while, you kind of just stop caring because everybody does what they have to do in the bathroom. It's normal, like, it's whatever. But, yeah, it was a it was a big adjustment for me. For the meals now, moving on to another topic, the dining, so... All freshmen are required to be on, like, an unlimited dining plan or whatever. So I had the unlimited unlimited dining plan. So you could go into the dining hall any time that you want. Um, obviously not when it's closed, but when it's open, you could go any time that you want as many times as you want. So if you just went in there and you want to swipe again, you could do that. You'd have one takeout a day and... You also have this thing called, like, dining dollars or whatever, where you can use them for retail um, places, like Starbucks, for example. So, when I, I realized that I was always, like, going to dining, like, I was always craving something. So, as much as I didn't eat snacks, I was always in dining, and... It's not like, okay, so there are a lot of options in dining, so it's like buffet style, but after a while, it gets really old, and it gets really, like, boring, and you kind of already know what's gonna be there, and it's all, like, fried stuff, or it's, like, not really, not a bunch of healthy options, so in the beginning of the semester, I really, really rationed my dining dollars, and I ate a lot at the dining buffet area and I started to get tired of the food so towards the end of the semester I was going to retail a lot and it was good that I kind of saved up for it but now that I'm getting into my second semester I'm kind of scared that I have gotten into the habit of thinking of going to retail before going to dining and Yeah, because I'm already tired of the dining food, I don't know how long my dining dollars will last or if my unlimited plan would be, like, super helpful or whatever. But we'll see how that goes. But the food is not bad. It is not bad. It just gets tiring sometimes because you go there, like, morning, like, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or, like, an afternoon snack if you want. But there's so many... There's so many, so many options, which is really nice. But yeah, it does it does get tiring. Okay, so now I want to share some just random things and fun moments that happened during my first semester in college. I realize that I speak in lists a lot, but that's okay. Anyway, so um, there's one thing that was so fun for me. And it was the daily debriefs with my friend. So we would just after, okay, after every interaction, we would run everything over. Like we would go into depth and analyze every single interaction and like kind of just like, um, Oh, sometimes we would act it out, which I know is kind of weird, but it's really funny because 
nothing is like taken seriously or whatever but it's really fun kind of just like going over everything and debriefing just being like oh my god you noticed that too what that's crazy so yeah we would always like debrief even if it was like a super late night interaction we would be in the bathroom to like three in the morning if we had to if we needed to debrief about it like it was I don't know and throughout the entire semester we kept it going we debriefed more in the beginning of the semester because we had less work so we had more time but even though we didn't debrief as much towards the end of the semester we still did it and it's funny because we would go over the same things over and over and over again but it wouldn't get old like it's still so fun to talk about anyway in the beginning, we also went to a lot of games. So because we weren't really familiar with the um, the campus as much, we would explore a lot. And one thing that we always did was went to games and watch them. Now, in our opinion, Stony Brook doesn't have that much, like, Stony Brook pride. So the games were kind of dry in terms of the audience, but we are also a D1 school, so the games are also really interesting to watch anyway. But yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, on top of that, when, we, when it came to exploring, we would go on walks, um, we would try new things. I remember before classes start, we would find our buildings, like the places that we had classes in, And we would stay in there and pretend to be, like, a teacher and student and just, like, fool around. Or, like, we would go in random buildings and just look around. One building looked really scary at nighttime because it looked like like the back rooms almost. Like, it looked really creepy to walk down, but that's okay. Um, but... Another thing that we did, or I did mostly, was volleyball. So in the beginning of the semester, I used to go to the volleyball club practices. I got sick afterwards, um, after the first few practices, which was like before tryouts. And when I got better, I just never really bothered to try out or go back. Because I was focusing more on school, it was taking up a lot of my time. So... Yeah, I just never went back, but I really I really do hope to play again whether it's joining the club next year or just going for fun because in our rec center there is a volleyball court that we could just play on at any time obviously when the volleyball club is not practicing, but yeah, I feel like it's a great way to kind of be active because I was not (laughs) I was not doing too well in terms of exercising because I was studying a lot but um hopefully I get back on that and playing volleyball but I do miss it I had a friend that played that um did kendo or whatever it's really interesting they I feel like Stony Brook gives us really good resources when it comes to fitness and like the gym and stuff like that So, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, But, yeah, I mentioned that I got sick. I got sick a lot in the beginning of the semester. 
And I don't know if it's because I wasn't used to the room and it was because it was too hot. But having an air purifier really, really helped. Um, and also sleeping. Because <laughs> in the beginning of the semester, I was really not sleeping well. My sleep schedule was really messed up. And after I kind of fixed it, I started to get better in terms of my physical health. So, yeah, sleeping is really, really important. Um, for my, um, for one of my clubs, we had this thing called Assassins. So, if you don't know what Assassins is, it can be played with many different things. So, the typical one is with, um, water guns and each person would have a specific target and you would try to kind of like get them when they were off guard if that makes sense so like if you were using a water gun you would spray them and then they would be eliminated so we did that but with spoons i'm literally looking at my spoon right now i still have my spoon and the thing was like avatar the last airbender so it was really fun i was on the water tribe and i did not kill anybody <laughs> I was not able to get anybody or eliminate anybody with my spoon. But you know what? That's okay. That is a okay. Um another thing, oh my gosh, this was really this was really scary. So there is this one time where I was walking back from the diner to my building. And all of a sudden, a bug flew in my eye. So I was like, I was chill about it. I played it cool. I was like, oh, like, something something went in my eye. And then I look at my friend, and because I'm walking with her. And it, like, starts to freak me out a little bit. Because it starts to click that a bug flew in my eye. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, like, it's actually, like, starting to hurt. Like, I could see it. It's in my eye, and, like, I tell her to, I, I ask her to look for it, and she screams, like, oh, my God, and I'm, like, oh, my God, no, so, obviously, I freak out, and she's, like, I saw it, it was huge, and it was, you know, I, I was freaking out, obviously, so, I was, I started to, like, <laughs> like, laugh and cry at the same time, I was, like, get it out, get it out, get it out, like, I was sticking my fingers in there, she was sticking my finger, her fingers in my eye, like, it was, it was so bad. And then I, like, opened my eye, and then she screams. So, obviously, I scream. And then she was like, why would you move? Like, why would you freak out? I was like, you screamed. And she was like, I saw it in two parts. It was in two parts. So, now I'm freaking out even more because there is, like, a decapitated bug in my eyeball. And I, you know, she didn't see it after that. And... When I got back, I had to ask my roommate for eye drops and put them in my eye and then wash my eye out. I had makeup on on top of that, so it was really bad. Um, and I had to remove my makeup, and it was just so scary. And then when um, I washed it all out, I still felt something in my eye. But I don't know if it was just me, like, overthinking it and thinking, like, if it was all in my head that there was something in my eyeball, I don't know. 
but after a while it started to feel better but when we were in the lounge talking to our friends one of my friends was like oh like not to scare you but I had a friend who got a bug stuck in their eye and it laid eggs in there months later and then they they were almost blinded so they needed surgery I was like oh my gosh there's no way you told me this right now. Now that I'm thinking about it, my eye is starting to get itchy. Like, the same eye. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> but it's it's in my head. I have, to, I have to stop thinking about it. But, yeah. In terms of, like, struggle meals. <laughs> okay, so I would go home every, like, two, three, maybe even four weeks. And I would come back with food because I did not want to go to dining and we have like a little kitchen in our building so I would be able to warm up some food Filipino food probably and avoid going out and avoid eating the greasy dining food there's this one time my mom brought me ingredients for like tacos and things like that And I went downstairs to do it, eating on a napkin, because I did not have plates, no paper plates, no, like, actual plates. And so, yeah, I was eating on a napkin, and I kind of just put some crackers on there and the rest of the ingredients. It looked disgusting. It tasted disgusting. But... You know what? It's okay because I ate the crackers. The crackers didn't go well with it. But believe it or not, you could call me gross, whatever. If you put ketchup on all of the ingredients, so like ground beef, lettuce, tomatoes, ketchup. I mean, yeah, ketchup. It works quite well. It's like a salad. (laughs) It's really good. So I'm going to leave it at that. It was really nice to kind of get back into the flow of recording. And I am going to try my best to keep this up. Hopefully um, throughout my break and also when I get back on campus. But yeah, thank you for sitting in and chatting with me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll tune in with you guys next time on the next episode. (laughs) Bye!